Oh no, they did another YKS. Look out, here comes another YKS. Time to find out why YKS. Sit down and listen to Mike and JF. Oh no, they did another YKS. Now you gotta hear another YKS. Time to find out why YKS. Put your headphones on, it's YKS. Hey Jesse, uh, just called to let you know that uh, King Kong Bundy died. Um, you're so famously bad at uh, knowing which wrestlers are, are dead or alive. So I uh, just figured I'd let you know uh, so you can maybe update your list. Uh, anyway, I uh, hate the show. Uh, it sucks. Bye. Hey guys, welcome to the last podcast on the left. Mm-hmm. And I am a- welcome to town and i'm the i'm the host of it mike and this is jesse also we're here and it's yks i was just kidding and that's gonna be a good one i think people are gonna like that when people hear that they're gonna say wait a minute did my did my app just did i just uh click on the wrong app this freaking apple podcast and 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 not to go too far into this jesse ferrari here on the mic i don't want to go crazy on this i don't want to go off on a rant here but people write in all the time, JF, can't you fix this dadgum Apple podcasting app? And I'm and I'm sitting here saying, my hands are tied. Mm-hmm. They're friends of mine. <laughs> Apple podcast. We work closely together. We're coworkers. I can't, you know, I can't just go in there and, you know, start swinging my thing around and saying, look, this is how it's going to be from now on because they have to have a say in this. Hey, listen up, you know. This is uh, JF talking. Mm-hmm. I'm you. Yeah. And and this is what I want to uh, to go go. I don't know, I don't know what you would say in that situation. You'd say like, uh, mm-hmm. "Hey, you know, For, yeah, yes." I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong about that at all. And I probably my first inclination would be, uh, somebody bring me a couple of heads so I can smack them together. Um, then bring me a couple of heads that I can put on a platter. And after that, I'm going to need a couple more heads that can uh, I can roll down the hill because they're going to roll. Yeah. And shit rolls downhill too with the heads. And that's just, and, uh, you know, that's and my I process. Would, and then some guy says, sorry, all, all we can uh, – we, we don't have any heads because all we have is arms and legs. Yeah. From the prices of our products that we make and manufacture. This is at Apple Engineering Corporation. Yeah. They, uh... Boy, they love their little doodads, don't they? My God. Uh, we'll toss a screen on it. Yeah. That's what their whole thing is, you know? Oh, oh okay. Right, yeah. Everything's got to have a screen, you know, and everything's yes. got to be put um, everything. Everything's got to make noise. Everything's got to make noise nowadays. It's so you loud. Know? You can't go. It's so loud. Oh, does it connect There's... to the web? Yeah, I think it does. Yeah, it's I think fla- it does. It's flashing, it's flashing lights at me. You know, I'm just trying. Yes. I'm just trying to live my life. I'm trying to go to work, and this thing is yeah. over here, beeping and bizzing and telling me, "Don't bopping." Yeah, hey. Uh, and it, sometimes I'll be sitting there, and I'll be at work, and my little thing will go off, and I'll be like, "Oh, great!" You know, and I don't even know. I don't even know how here to we use go. this thing. You know, here we go. You know, I got this thing, and I don't even know how to use this friggin' thing. And I called the gal over. I said, can you help me with this? You know, and she's looking at it and she can't make heads or tails because hers is a different, you know, color of it or whatever. And I, you know, and I swear I pushed the button on this thing. Oh, and there's no buttons anymore. Great. Thank you. Thanks so much. Really. You're doing great. You know, is what I would say. I just want to shake these guys. Yeah. You know, 
I'm trying to work. But you can't do it. They won't let you work, and that's part they of won't it. Let, they won't let you shake them now. Yeah, well, because you know what? They don't want to do it, so nobody else can do it either. Great. <laughs> really good. Um, It's nice to see you. I haven't laid eyes on you in a while because you've been mm-hmm. you've been away i've been away jesse sometimes you sometimes you have to get out and uh, experience life you know you can't just stay cooped up all the time i've been cooped up so i didn't you know while you were gone i stayed cooped you cooping it i was pretty much cooped this whole time you were gone yeah i just kind of wanted to get back to my roots of just cooping um, and mm-hmm. just being in the coop and not worrying about the st- not worrying about other experiences, not worrying about other people or ideas and not exposing myself to those ideas and kind of just staying as comfortable as possible, hunkered down. Um, hey, hey, coop it up. That's like a cool uh, ad campaign for like staying cooped up in your house. Hey, coop it up. It's oh, like a sca- skateboard guy, but he's like uh, yeah. on the couch maybe. Are know. we rebooting getting cooped up? Yeah, we're rebooting it. Because there was there was a big class action lawsuit <laughs> against the companies that want you to get out of your house and they have to make the, a coop it up campaign just to show the, the guys, other side. The guys at Coop Inc. are <laughs> slamming their fists. Not enough people are cooping. <laughs> They're going out on their uh little dates, you know, with the, yes. the milk milkshakes or what have you. Oh. Oh, and they love it, don't they? The milkshakes? Unbelievable. But you went to, uh, what can we say? You went to the United States of America. That's right. So I did, I did a little traveling. I don't, uh, I don't really get out, uh, very much. You know, I'm a kind of a homebody. I prefer to, I prefer to, uh, state coupon, as they say. Yeah. And, um, but I did go to a couple of different cities. Just another 200 bucks in the old bank account for dropping that one, which was nice. Go on. I went to Seattle, Portland, Chicago, Austin, uh, Washington, D.C., New York City, hit all of the, really, the major cities. Well, those <laughs> sorry, are... Sorry if I missed you on my trip, but I was, uh, this is to anybody in those cities or whatever. I just uh, didn't want to see you. This goes out to everyone in New York. Yeah, New Washington. York, Austin. Yeah. All those places. Yeah. So you just kind of did sort of the main artery. Yeah. Um, so if you want, uh, if you don't mind, I kind of wrote up a little review while I was, you thought I was just like uh, relaxing, just chilling, just staying cooped. I Um, thought you were cooping. Yeah. But no, it sounds like you, it sounds like you really got out there and kind of, you got your nose on the grindstone and and got on the pavement and really started pushing some papers out there. Huh? I did, man. It's been, you know, I'm trying to do this, do this whole new thing where I'm like more outgoing and I'm uh, more, um, I'm kind of trying to break out of my shell, you know. I don't want to be an introvert, you know. Yeah. And so I, I kind of did. I went out to these cities and I saw the the sights and stuff, and um, wrote a little uh, wrote a little thing. Oh, great! So like a travel like a travel log almost. Yeah. Wow. Um, okay. Yeah. Let's hear it. So the first place that I went was Seattle, which is uh, awesome. It's a space needle. Uh, you got the f- uh, fish guys, you know. Yes. Throwing the uh, fish, and you got the other guy catching the fish, you know. Yep. Um. <clears throat> so the thing I wrote says, uh, "Hey, 
first time in Seattle, and I wrote, wrote this. Cut to the chase and make a beeline for its proverbial pantry, Pike Place Market. And that's where I went. Uh, just, I mean, there's produce, you know, uh, all kinds of shit there. Yeah. It's really great. Really great in Seattle. And also uh, check out Stroke, an adult sex club. They have uh, large screens, clean, comfortable uh, surfaces, uh, great atmosphere. There's a theater and video arcade with uh, 180 digital channels. It's the largest sex club in the Pacific Northwest. Stroke, uh, a great place to watch people have sex with each other. Okay, now you say arcade. I immediately, <clears throat> I'm go back. I think Pac-Man. I think mm-hmm. Galaga. But it sounds like this is this is different. This has a lot of you know like common stuff in it. Is that? Yeah, well, I don't want to get all uh, too into it, but it's a yeah. place where you go and you pay like a quarter, a dollar, or something. You can watch a sex video. <clears throat> okay. Uh, I also went to Portland, JF. Now, Portland, mm. uh, Oregon. Rip what City. A great, what a great, uh, uh, what a great little town. That's kind of a cool thing to do to refer to a big city as a town. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think most of the changes happening in Portland are for the better. Sure, parking. This is what I wrote here. Yeah, okay. Sure, parking might be a little harder, and grubby dive bars are now pretty scarce. But on the other hand, there's a coffee roastery and a craft brewery on just about every block. Hmm. And the food food carts, more and better than ever. And uh, cool. also, while you're, while you're in Portland, check out the Velvet Glove. It's a wing, they have a wing bar now. Uh, it's, a, it's a great little club to watch people have sex with each other. So... I also went to Chicago. They do have JF. wings. They have wings there. You said they have a wing bar, like you would not believe. That's awesome. And they also have they also have a uh, like they don't just have the, uh, you know, the wet wings. You know, with the sauce, they have the dry rub as well. Oh, I like that because then you can sauce them yourself. Exactly, and they have a big sauce bar there too. Yes, as you'd expect. Love that. Sh- Chicago was next on my uh, mm-hmm. second city. On, no, this is the third one. Mm. <laughs> well, look. So you, it's the third one. You came back with a little bit of something, didn't you? I did. I got it. I got it. That bug. I think for yeah. For the the you know the second city comedy theaters here, JF. Yes. Uh, in in the in Chicago. Is that what you and saw I, when you were up there? Did you catch any improv? They uh they also have a, a lot of gang violence. Oh yeah! If you, listen, if you listen to the media, Steely Skyscrapers, my review. Okay. Top chefs, rocking festivals. The Windy City will blow you away with this low-key, cultured awesomeness. Um, and also while you're in Chicago, check out the Dog House. It's open twenty-four hours. Uh, it's a club where you you go in and you watch people have sex with each other. There, it's really great. Oh, okay. um, in Chicago, you said. 24 hours on that on that club in Chicago. Yeah. Not so the bad. next the next uh I mean, can you imagine keeping a place running 24 you have to I thought I thought New York City was the city that never slept. And then I go to Chicago, walk in the doghouse and I'm like I'm looking at the you know the watch there. Yeah. It's like uh 5 6 o'clock at night and I'm like are they going to call it or but nope. People just having sex with each other all, all night, night long. Austin, uh, Texas, JF. Keep Austin <clears throat> weird. 
It's a small town with big aspirations. You ever hear about this meow wolf thing they got now? Mm-mm. It's, it's apparently something. I don't know about it. Uh, anyway, it's a big city with a small town heart, JF. Austin earns the love with, this is my review of Austin, with uh, great music, culinary prowess, whip-smart locals, and a sociable streak impossible to resist. Yeah, I'll say. And uh, for $100 a year, you can sign up to this sex club called Colette. Uh, it's a sw- It's like a swinger club, you know? And uh, you get the VIP treatment. Uh, you get, like, private rooms. Uh, they hook you up with uh, all kinds of perks. Colette and Austin. And that is a... That's a that's a sex club. Yeah, it's like a it's like a you go there and you watch mostly old disgusting people have sex with each other. Okay. Um like a guy with a lot of rings on or like a um yeah. Like <laughs> like a bracelet. Okay, yeah. A lot of bracelet guys there. Okay. And that's what you and you did that in Austin. So there's so it sounds like you you got up to a lot of cool stuff all in these oh, I'm just Real quick, I'm just reviewing the city, okay? I didn't, I mean... Yeah. Um, didn't necessarily go to any of these places. I'm just... These are things to do. I got out of the house, went on a little trip, um, watched, yeah, a couple yeah. people have, watched a couple of people have sex with each other. It's not a big... Washington, D.C. was the next on the list, JF, and it was the last place I went before returning home. Mm-hmm. The nation's capital, I topped off my trip... With a, a a visit to the Lincoln Memorial, uh, as well as the White House, and I didn't think he was home because I couldn't smell him. Donald Trump. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't. Th- um, <clears throat> oh, they got some no. thick walls in there, huh? But no. Uh, Washington D.C. is a great, great little town. Uh, wonderful mm. people everywhere. Um, there's lots of politics and, uh, there's a great place I want you to check out if you ever uh, go there. It's called Crucible. It's, uh, it's a BDSM club and it's a great place to watch people have sex with each other. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. Um, you know, I thought the only people getting, uh, fucked in Washington, D.C. were the American taxpayers. (laughs) So... But it sounds like there were some other people maybe getting fucked as well. <laughs> yeah, um, and that a whole w- lot of fucking going on. Yeah, and that was all the different places you went. You said, yeah, that was all the places I went. And then I came home and uh, made a like a, a microwaved meal, and then I went to sleep. That sounds so good. Um, we're really happy to have you back, Mike. Um, just wanted to touch on a few uh, news news and notes before we get into the meat of the show. Some stuff that maybe you missed while you were away doing, you know, all the stuff it is that you did while you were gone. Um, we have to lay to rest our friend Jibo. Jibo the robot has passed away, um, which was very sad um, that he died, and uh, it was a big robot with a big dumb face, um, and it's been around for about five years. Was it fentanyl that got him, or what was it? That yeah, the toxicology will be back in in a few weeks, but for now, it's it's look it's not looking good um, for uh, for Jibo's life insurance policy. We'll say that. And, uh, <laughs> he, fucking, he fucking hung himself. Well, so. <laughs> 
2017 Time Magazine named it one of the best inventions of 2017. Um, and Time Magazine, uh, notoriously very stupid magazine, which is why that happened. But Jibo just had a lot of problems due to just being a piece of consumer electronics, um, and it didn't do very much cool stuff, and it was very big and annoying. Um, hey, look out, then, if that's the case. You're saying me to look out? Yeah, big and annoying. So Jibo has passed away, um, and it it, uh, it there was a very sad. Did you see the sad little videos it was posting? I did actually. I watched those videos. It was very sad, and it's all pre-programmed. But yeah, um, yeah. I kind of I kind of want one now. I kind of want one now, now just to bring. I want to bring a sad robot into my life, and we can just kind of bounce ideas off of each other and. Kind of say if yeah. we're both sad or or what else is going on and our and how we don't know how to do stuff anymore because the server shut down. So yeah, just wanted to give a peace out to our friend Jibo, who I had not heard of until he died, which is <laughs> that's true that's of a also, lot of people who die. I think. That's, yeah, that's how I, that's how I learned about Jimmy Carter. Yeah. Oh. Just, uh, <laughs> oh, and actually, he's still alive. He's still alive, but. Not for long, if the YKS curse continues, because, of course, yeah. uh, sadly, King Kong Bundy, uh, former wrestler, I'm assuming in the Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame, has just uh, recently passed away uh, a short two weeks after I declared him already dead and was corrected by a number of aggrieved uh, listeners. And I just want to say I'm sorry uh, to them once again and also sorry to him for apparently killing him. Um so you hate to see Jibo and King Kong Bundy gone in the same week, but heaven's heaven's putting together a hell of a band up there. Yeah. So, um, rest in peace to those guys. And I did want to I wanted to give a quick mention to our friends at the Kentucky Fried Chicken Corporation for doing a oh yeah man a little this video is... huh? I watched this too. That's just so fucking painful. It's just this is like. So it's like uh, it's KFC marketing saying. Uh, so go ahead, go ahead and explain what it is, and I'll I'll explain well, what it really is. I'll break it down. Oh, okay. So sort of setting me up to be the stooge. Um, KFC, they they do some fun stuff with their marketing, huh? Because they had the thing where it was all the different comedians for a while. You had uh, I know you had Jim Gaffigan in there. I think is that not still the case? Did no. they not? Have, did they just have a main guy now? Uh yeah, I think they just have a main guy now and he's like RoboCop or something. So they've they've partnered with the RoboCop Corporation and <laughs> they partnered with Omnicorp. <laughs> <laughs> they partnered with the guy who fell in the ooze. Um but now they're doing sort of these weird Tim and Eric like spots, um, where he's the freaking Terminator and he comes out and he like blows a hole in a chicken or I don't know what else I don't know what the hell else it's doing. But they they released this video. Um, what was that really over the top uh, kung fu thing that was on Kickstarter that they made into like a little short movie? Do you know what I'm talking? Oh, about? Yeah, you got, yeah, you are slapping that microphone, and we're back. Oh. We're back to the bass guitar talk again because you must think that thing is a freaking <laughs> Fender, freaking you know whatever type of bass there is. The way you're, <laughs> God, you know a lot about fucking bass guitars, huh? Yeah, I do. 
What was that thing? It was like Kung Fu. Kung, yeah, Kung, Kung Fu Dragon, something like that. It had, it had kind of a funny aesthetic. This is the same thing, sort of a vaporwave, you know, 80s uh, Tron style, but very mm-hmm. surrealist humor as well uh, spot. And it's it's purportedly about how they're launching a campaign on Indiegogo. So, and it's yeah, a, it's a so, joke, right? It's it's fun. It's funny to to. I don't know, man. Like you can't you 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 have like a KFC is this company with like so much money, and they're they're trying to just be like a, a part of the conversation or like in right. your life by making like a funny video or something like that. It's like commercials. It just seems like a, I mean, it's like a, <clears throat> I don't know what you think about it. You love it. Do I love guerrilla marketing? I'm, I think not probably. Yeah. Um, I'm not a huge fan of it. I th- I mean, I, the, the brand saying Bay thing is certainly, um, annoying. And I think this, this is at least, this is at least different. You know, they're at least, doing something but i mean but but all marketing sucks and it sucks to watch and it's painful to watch i don't think there's any ethics involved with like asking people for money even though you're kfc because what that's the what the fucking commercial for the chicken sandwich is too it's asking you for money to buy a chicken sandwich so i don't see what the difference is there some some person was like uh this cheapens crowdfunding as a platform well uh well i mean it's like i got bad news for you pimp yeah yeah, go ahead and make the fucking little sweatpants or whatever, and and do do a silly thing. If they if they get their money, go ahead and do your thing, where you make a little yeah. show or something. And I don't know, I don't care. Are we expecting that the 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 money that you get if you go buy uh, the famous mashed potato bowl is like going to a good cause? Anyways, it's not. So they might as well do a little <laughs> fucking shop. Why don't they have a fucking? Why doesn't KFC have a Mitchell and Ness shop where they do all these like? snapbacks and shit like that that's kf why don't yeah. you just do that shit you know might as well what's the damn difference but it's it's weird like uh to think about like the natural progression of this uh, to think about like what's going to be in like 30 years or something yeah because they're, they're just trying to i don't know i'm ready for the, the podcast vertical i'm ready for taco bell network presents you know i'm ready yeah. for this shit doesn't somebody else already have that who has that uh, there's like a fucking, <clears throat> there's some restaurant that has a podcast already. Oh, I is it right? Who it is. I think, is it like, is it pot bellies or something like that? Some, somebody like that has a, a podcast. And I was like, I remember hearing it and I was like, who, why, why, why would you need that? It doesn't make sense to me. They got, look, they got marketing budgets. So would you rather that go to, uh, inventing a different type of sauce to put on the burger or would you rather it go towards uh, a little video and maybe like maybe there's a video editor that gets paid to do a cool video? I don't know. I, of course, dumb um, and maybe a little tone deaf. It is funny if you search for KFC on Indiegogo, you'll have one, two, three, four, I think five actual uh, KFC related fake products, and there's stuff like this: picnic with the colonel. Colonel on Ice, Ice Skating Show, Kentucky Fried Hot Tub, Little Colonel Locator. It's like a little, uh, the necktie that has some electronics in it and a smart cane remote. And they're jokes, and I assume it's written in such a way that they wouldn't actually have to come up with anything like that on a large scale. Um, But then right after that, there's some shit about uh, 
There's a joke about uh, Barstool Sports on here, which was, of course, in the zeitgeist uh, yet again today for being uh, a big, uh, uh, what is it, a hive of scum and villainy. Um, what did they do? Did they do something? Yeah, they took a video and then harassed uh, a lady um, about the video, and then um, their lawyer lied, apparently, and said that they had the right to have the video, even though they don't, so... <clears throat> I didn't hear. I didn't hear anything about this. This is other than that, they're good guys. Um, <laughs> and then, like the next one after that is, woman fired for being homeless. She was working at KFC, and then they fired her. So that's cool. I think that's more of the thing to me that that I would think of if I were KFC is I would say, look, if we're gonna do a joke on Indiegogo, yeah, can we fucking we search should... our name on here to see what comes up and what's gonna show right after our results, please? Yeah, Idiots. or maybe you know. I don't know. Show penance because you realize that it's stupid and it's for for no reason. It just seems like uh, I don't know. But also expecting uh, a company to have a conscience is is funny of me. I don't know. It's tone deaf, but but like I said, what the marketing budget is going to go somewhere. So they could have bought a Super Bowl commercial, or they could have done something goofy like this. So I'm not going to get the- mad at them. The amount of people who would would be upset by the fact that they are doing a Indiegogo or something like that, very small compared to the amount of guys in snapback hats that go, huh, huh. <laughs> <laughs> at like a commercial or something. So I don't know. I, I would I, I would it. wear a KFC snapback. So yeah, I'm just I would you wear should, it. You should you should make one. You should design one. Maybe I'll custom know. KFC snapback. Yeah, and then I can do the thing like Barstool did, and I can I'll say under penalty of perjury that uh, actually I own the rights to the KFC brand image. Um, <laughs> so uh, good guys over there, thank you to KFC for doing chicken right. Um, and then finally, I wanted to do an update on uh, a product that we featured uh, on YKS before, or a campaign, I guess rather. Um, we like to do this from time to time. We go back in the the annals of history and see uh, wh- what happened. You know what happened to the thing we talked about a long time ago? Did it get made? Mm-hmm. Did it get tossed? Did somebody get mad or get sued? Well, did some guy get his head chopped off with a samurai sword? And that one hasn't happened yet. Not yet. But it's just a matter of time. A matter this, of time. This website yeah. gets bigger and bigger, and there are more guys with samurai <laughs> swords on it. I mean, honestly. The, the graph of samurai sword ownership mm-hmm. and Kickstarter campaigns is just neck and neck. It is. Well, neck. It's a poor choice of words. <laughs> so, uh, This is the Pay It Forward Pass. You might remember this. It wasn't that long ago. It was episode 86 we talked about the Pay It Forward Pass. Um, this was the uh, um, featureless card that you would give to someone when you did a good deed for them with the idea being that they would look at it and say, oh, now I understand you did a good deed. And then they would uh, reciprocate the effort. Do you remember all this? The way back, all the way back in episode 86, I remember, Jesus Christ. Yeah, you, you had barely gone to seven or eight cities to go to a fuck den in those the house days. I, I feel like I was still in high school back then. Do you really feel that way? Thanks for letting me in the studio, Mr. JF. <laughs> Just <laughs> like a bunch of acne. <laughs> well, I mean, I ha- I have a bunch of acne right yeah, now. Wow. It's not a but. So, the pay it forward pass is the card, uh, like you said, that you give to somebody after you. I don't know. 
save him from a burning car or something. Well, that was the thing is the only the only thing I could ever come up with was it was the the guy buying you food, uh, bu- oh, buying yeah. in front of you is all it ever seemed like to me that it was for. In which case, like, you've got like the hanging food. out with you. I don't know. What you want me to fail that? I was gonna I was gonna slam you. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna slam me for for buying you food. I don't fucking know. Okay, JF. not a problem. We'll keep going. And uh, so the the goal is the same. A lot of times when they delete something and put it back up, the goal has changed. However, in yeah. this case, the goal is still three hundred fifty four dollars, the classic amount. Um, they did delete the phrase "aim to distribute one hundred cards across the world." So I guess that was just was that not ambitious enough? Was it too ambitious? I don't know. This is this is an Australian. Kickstarter, so it's in Australian didgerie dollars or whatever the hell oh they boy. use over there. Uh, one hundred and sixteen U uh, Australian dollars. Yeah, is how much he wanted. What do you mean? It's how much he wanted. That's how much is the is the goal. No, so that's, that's funny. Like that's how much it is. That's how much he has. Oh shit! The goal is the bigger number on the bottom there, Mike. They messed up with all the Brexit stuff, and now I can't uh, do the conversions right. Yeah. So uh, this one, uh, it did get canceled and reposted. The goal is the same. Um, Right now it's got five backers, 28 days to go. $82 of $353 actually is the conversion here. And what he did on this one was he changed the reward tiers. So... Everything else is the same. Everything as, else appears to be the time. same. Yeah. So it looks like he actually. Oh, I may have clicked. It looks like I linked. Did I link the older one? Perhaps because when I was writing this out yesterday, he had removed the thank you tier. Okay. Okay. Well, so this is actually very uh, weird. So when I had looked at this yesterday, he had removed the one dollar thank you tier. Yeah. Oh, no, I see what my mistake was now. Boy, we got a couple of brain geniuses on this podcast panel. Can I tell you something? When do, when, when do they come on? Because all I see is two jackasses. Yeah. Well, you're, yeah. So I was actually looking at this in reverse. So on the original campaign, there was no $1 thank you tier. Mm-hmm. Um, on the original campaign, the sticker was $10. It is now $5. On the original campaign, one pay-it-forward pass was 40 Australian dollars. It is now 10 Australian dollars. So he figured out a way to make them cheaper, I guess. Um, so he's so he has decreased the amount that you need to pledge at the reward level. So I did think it was more of a, uh, oh, wow, it's actually going to be more expensive to manufacture these than I thought. Turns out it's the exact opposite. He realizes... Um, I can, I, these are just, it's trash. It's just leftover trash that I can make these out of. So it won't cost very much at all. So that's the free market. You bring this guy on the podcast and you expect to, to trounce him, to, to toss his name in the mud and you come away looking the fool. Yeah. I've been made a fool of. So (laughs) I, I guess, you know what? I apologize to my friend, my friends at the pay it forward pass corporation. So that's the update. Um, Now let's do six new things that we can maybe update in the future. It's time for the six pack. (laughs) 
to the Mother Freaking Six Pack. All right, Mike, the Six Pack is here. It's time to do it. Um, we have yeah. to do it. We just Gotta have to face do- the music, buddy. Yeah, look, this is what it is. This is what the show is. Is that sometimes you have to get down and you have to do the work. It's not fun. Is it fun? No. Yeah. Is it funny? Hell no. No, it's not. Is it good to listen to? No. Not a chance. Um are the two are the two guys who do it cool in any way? Well, sometimes No. Okay. Not at all. So but let's do it. But you, you know, one, you... what's more into the breach? Um, <laughs> let's do this. This, you know, speaking of podcasts of freaking cool guys, let's check out the Give Me Space podcast. This is on Kickstarter right now. It's by Samuel Jepson. Old Sammy J has decided it's time to freaking sit down and do a podcast. Well, my friend, yeah. welcome in. It's a very crowded space at the moment. I don't know if you know this, Samuel. But uh, the people, the fine folks over at Luminary Podcast have decided they're going to do the Netflix of podcasting. And thank God for that. Boy. Oh, yeah. I heard about that, huh? So we got to get on that, huh? We got to get gotta, on there, yeah. Netflix is gotta, good, so. We got to tell them. <laughs> Netflix is good. We got to tell those guys to, to fucking come hire us, huh? Yeah. All those guys over there. Who's doing it? Who's the guys doing it? I don't. I'm not sure. I think it's if I had to guess, probably like an oil company or something. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, give me space. Podcast. Uh, he says I found a real love in podcasting, and I think I just may be pretty good at it. Um, he loves being creative. He loves you know talking, but he's you know he's coming up a little short on um, investment money uh, for the podcast, which is fine, and it's also fine. Look, he's selling little. He's selling like little artworks uh, to to fund his podcast. Nothing wrong with that. Um, mm-hmm. He also has like apparently started doing the podcast. Now I haven't heard it, but he started doing the podcast already too. Which, on the occasion that we share a Kickstarter from somebody who needs money for a podcast, a lot of times they'll just be like, "Well, I want to start a podcast. Can somebody front me the money for it?" And it's like, "Well, you should probably at least talk a few times into the mic and just see where it goes before you you do that." Um, I think the funny thing about this one to me, Mike, was the the list of items that he needs. Okay, <laughs> right now his his goal is uh Canadian money sixteen hundred fourteen dollars, and he's oh, good luck with that. <laughs> and he's got Canadian money again ninety six dollars and twenty nine cents. Uh, three backers, twenty three days to go. So. You know, if you like this guy's doodles, then go go support him. But I do think it's a very interesting list of things. So if you don't mind, I'm going to read the list of items that he says he needs for a podcast. And you kind of tell me, okay, does that make sense as a podcast expense? Mm-hmm. Okay. Number one, uh, two Blue Yeti USB microphones, $236. Okay. Microphones, you got to have them. I will say, I will caution him that with the with the blue microphones, if you're going to do both at the same time, um, every blue microphone that comes out of the factory is coated with that same firmware signature, and your uh, your Mac device, if you're using a Mac, will not recognize uh, them as individual inputs. So you're going to have to send them back and get it reflashed with a new uh, serial number. So just a just a tip. You from know, the microphone man. And if he had reached out before he started this, 
maybe he would have learned a thing or two, but he wants to do it on his own, which I respect. Mm. And gotta again, take your lumps that way, you know. You gotta learn, learn your mistakes. Don't listen to us, and maybe not the, even really on his vets. own because, again, he's on here. Um, two adjustable <laughs> microphone suspension boom scissor arm stands, forty two dollars. I want people to be comfortable if they come to record in my studio. These arms will allow me to set up a couple comfortable chairs. Okay, so scissor arms for the microphones. Uh, two pop filter mask shield with stand clip, so you can avoid the dreaded pop. That my current microphone does not protect in the slightest, he says. Okay. Uh, uh, okay. Libsyn hosting fees, $100. Okay, so mm-hmm. kind of he's up front paying for the hosting. Yeah. you got to get it hosted, right? It's not free, man. You know? Um, MIDI drum pad controller with software download package, $100. Uh, doing loops manually is insufficient. Or inefficient. I need to channel my inner Gene. I don't know who Gene is. It must be a Canadian radio guy. I'm, I don't know. So he needs a he needs a loop station. Okay. Um, Fiverr talent, one hundred and twenty dollars. I'm hoping to hire impersonators to be a part of the show, but it usually costs at least fifteen dollars a show. This would be a good start. So I mean, he is at least paying performers. That's more than like UCB yeah. would do, right? So yeah. Okay. Or I guess us. We don't pay our guests all either. So. Well, they're not performers. We're sort of doing them a favor. Anyway, <laughs> the exposure. Um, okay. Uh, record player, $190. Uh, why? He says, I need it to listen to the vinyl that I'm going to review on the show. Oh, that's what kind of a podcast this is. Okay. Record Fully. storage crate, $40. Or if I go Back somewhere outside of town to record the show, that way he can carry his records with him because he's going to need to listen to them for the show. Okay. Two, 250 business cards, $32.50 to hand out to potential partners and fans. <laughs> kind of going old school with it. Uh, 150 I was featured on Give Me Space Flyers, $37.50. So like a little poster you can give to people who are on the show. Why why would you okay. Uh finally Vancouver Theater Sports Improv Core classes, five hundred and eighty dollars. Let's face it. <laughs> I could used to be a bit funnier. No, man, this is pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, this is very funny. All right. I need six hundred bucks for improv classes so I can do my podcast. Anyways. It's probably funnier than this show. I just thought that was interesting. We should do these classes. You let's know, take improv they, classes. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's. I don't know what improv is. Or whatever, it's just to make them we up. Should do it. Oh, I'm good at that. Somebody says, "Oh, like here's like here's what an improv scene is. It's like you're at the show and you haven't been paid to be there, and uh, in fact, you actually paid several hundred dollars to to be there and do it." <laughs> And you look out at the crowd, it's a packed house. They all paid to get in, and they're also <laughs> drinking liquor and stuff. Um, and they're, they're not giving you any of the money. And they're not giving you any of the money. And you start thinking about that and like becoming really upset about it. And you realize, like, wow, I'm doing a lot of work. And the people who put on the show have actually become pretty famous for these shows. And they're in movies, and they're pretty rich now. And I think one of them actually was like the number one like water user in all of the city during their big drought we had. And then somebody says, pretend you're at the post office. And you're like, okay, well, I'm at the post office. And 
you know, and you kind of go from there. So. Time, time to <laughs> mail this letter. Oh, he's like a he's like a he's a guy from Maine too. I just wanted to add that. Time to mail this letter. Oh my God, the rarely um, practiced Maine accent is yeah, it's so good. And you didn't go to Maine this time, right? Um, I went to. Did you make it up to Bangor, in... Maine, or Annapolis? <laughs> Main city? I was in Bangor for uh, a short time. Okay. JF, I want to tell you about yeah, really short. S- something don't, don't, Something called gun lamps. It's uh, called badass lamps for badass people. You ever, you ever have a lamp in your house? I love lamp. Oh, that's wonderful. Uh, you, the worst thing about lamps, I find, JF. Yeah. Is that they are not shaped like guns. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember oh, yeah. that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> these are uh, these are guns. Gun Lamps was co-founded by a U.S. Marine Corps veteran and a British Army veteran who met in California in 2012, became best friends and business partners, and decided to make some lamps uh, shaped like guns. So there was that. What was that old that old movie that always comes on TBS? And then there's the kid who licks something, and then later on there's like a lamp in it. Yeah, Christmas Story. Yeah, yeah. There's a big. There's a lamp in that one, right? Yeah, the lamp movie, as it's sometimes referred to, is a Christmas Story. It comes on every year, it's and it's all channel. about the lamp. It's mandatory on every channel they play it. Wouldn't surprise me at all, you know? I mean, because for a while, of course, you know, under Obama, you couldn't say a Christmas story. You know, you had to say the holiday lamp film. Um, (laughs) And don't forget to eat your broccoli while you're watching it, or else, you know, Mrs. Obama will put you in a headlock. Mrs. Obama's death troopers will uh, storm through your fucking uh, window and shoot you to death right in front of you. Jesus. Right in front of your family. And I'm just sitting I'm over here trying to have a pizza pie and mm-hmm. looks like I'm looks like I'm public enemy number one for just enjoying a piece of bacon chocolate. Um I guess you're not supposed to do that anymore because oh wait a minute. Oh hang on. Oh, is this gluten? You know. Yeah. And the kids hate it and we lost billions on the kids not eating it. <laughs> because they hated it. They put it in the schools, and the kids hated the food, and they had to throw all the food out. And the lunch mm-hmm. ladies—now you remember lunch ladies from when you were a kid. Mm-hmm. You remember how much how much glee they got out of slopping a big plate of sloppy on your Whoa. tray, you know? Mm-hmm. And and they couldn't do it. You couldn't have any more sloppy on the plate. You had to go right into the you know you had to eat a flour. No more, sl- no more sloppy. Yeah. Now it's now it's leafy. That's yeah. what they always said. In great. School. Oh, great! Is this a school for rabbits? You know. Yeah. I'm sick of it. And it was, and it was most of the time. And in those days, it was. <laughs> <laughs> Just going on these fucking stupid rants <laughs> and tying it up. <laughs> hey. JF, but this is uh, this is serious. Now. This one's good though. You... Yeah, this one's good. Why don't you take this seriously? This is a uh, these are lamps, you know. With uh, they're shaped like a bunch of guns, you know. So there's one shaped like a 44 Magnum, and one shaped like a AK 47. 
And they have standing lamps too. How about a fifty caliber? Yeah, uh, I'll you know what? I'll right put this in my house. Mm-hmm. Could be kind of fun, you know. Daughter brings the date over for the big prom, and I'm like, "Hey, why don't you go turn that <laughs> lamp on for me?" And he goes over there, <laughs> and he's fucking, "Oh yeah, yes, sir." Oh, oh, oh please, you know, this little this little puke stain. <laughs> Yeah, right. You know, you know, have her home in 10 minutes, you know. You know, he's like going over to my lamp, turn and turn on my lamp, you know. It's a big gun, like, you know. Yeah. 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 Leave your Prius, you know, little (laughs) snot. So, Uh, and it says home office or man cave. So this will go in the man cave, the gun. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it works. Okay, it works in in all those three places. Um, yeah, these guys I, I got I got to figure. I got to figure this would look great in your man cave or your uh, what's the woman version? Of she shed. Cave? She shed. Yeah, you seen the commercials now for she shed? No, I haven't. Is it real? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's the she shed. They've also got a forty four magnum paper towel holder. Which is cool, uh, and you you could kind of do the same gag as before, except for you tell them to go get you a paper towel because you got like yeah. A... Hey, why don't you go get me a paper towel? Yeah. Huh? I got a I got a booger in my fucking nose. Yeah, exactly. And I need to wipe it out with a paper towel. I don't use toilet paper. Yeah, or tissue. <laughs> well, I don't use Kleenex or anything like that. Oh, Can you know the brand? Yeah. Can we yeah. say Kleenex? Yeah. We're supposed to say Puffs Plus with aloe vera, <laughs> but I guess that's over with now. Um, they do show, I will say the, the guy's living room looks pretty put together. I wish my living room was this organized. Did you see his like organized living room? They posted a picture of. He does have like a, what is that? Uh, what do you think that console is from world market or something? I don't know. No, yeah, it's, it's too, it's too modern and it's got the glass fronts on the drawer. This Mm -hmm. to me looks like maybe a rooms to go. Might be a rooms to go. This could be a rooms to go. Some type of Amazon situation, but yeah, his cord his cord management from Looks what good. I can see is pretty good. Um, the drapes uh, look have... nice. Yeah, it's a great setup. And then you got an AK forty seven next to it. Yeah, next that looks thing. like an M four A one carbine. But yeah, um, <laughs> then you know he's got one on top of the liquor cabinet. Um, which uh, I guess is okay. It's a pretty good. The, the liquor cabinet's an okay setup. I think the floor lamp is a little tacky. Um, yeah. Then you zoom out. And he's got sort of the very plain corner. Like the corner shelf looks kind of like a big lot shelf to me. Um, and he's got the uh, plant in there also. But then if you he's going he's gone a little more modern on the other side. Did you did you scroll down and see his decor on the other side there? Uh, which one? What the one with the sofa? Uh, yeah, the one where he's got, well, you see the cords, he's got the cords wrapped underneath the TV. He didn't go through the wall. Ooh, it must be a rental. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking too, which is fine. Which is fine. You know, and it's good. It's good to have a bunch I of like, gun I, things I, I in like, your rental. <laughs> I like that console table. Now that looks nice. Yeah, that one's pretty good. It's like a buffet almost. Yeah. Yeah, because it looks like a snack to me. I don't know. Does that's, that mean I want to fuck it? I think that's that, good to say, yeah. Does that mean I want to fuck it if something's like uh if something like looks nice to me, I can't call it a snack? I think you're supposed to say snack if you want to fuck it. 
Um, they okay. also have a rocket launcher lamp too. These, that are, is, uh, these are good gun guys. lamps. These are good guys. Se- Seventeen forty-seven pledged of the ten thousand dollar goal. This one will this will get made, I think, somehow. Uh, it, yeah, probably will. How much made is by, an actual lamp? Made by veterans. These guys. So these guys have been in the shit. Hey, they, thank uh, you for your service, guys. They uh, saw Charlie up close. I don't think you can say Charlie. Is that bad to say? The RPG floor lamp is two hundred and eighty bucks. Save fifty off of retail. Free shipping. That's not bad. I think this would be a great way to go if you wanted to be like a real tacky idiot. Yeah, if you wanted to be, if you wanted somebody to come over and be like, "Oh, so you just have like no taste whatsoever." Yeah. If you want some guy to come in and say, "Okay, it looks like you've got everything put together here pretty well, except for, <laughs> except for that really <laughs> weird lamp." Hey, just uh, right off the bat, the first. Uh, I got a red flag here, real yeah. quick. Uh, it's it's going to be the gun shaped lamp. That's the one thing I don't like about the room. Everything else is great. Natural lighting, you know, you can't mm-hmm. beat it. Um, you know, it's very, it's not cluttered. You looks, it looks like you Marie Kondoed the whole place, except for, <laughs> you know, the M1 Garand uh, uh, powder coated uh, gold lamp you've got here so, in the middle of the room. So, anyways, what do you do for a living? <laughs> He's wearing like a ripped Punisher shirt in the middle of his living room. So, what are you in IT? What is it? Yeah. Uh, anyway, gun lamp. Let's check it out. Um. Next up. Next up, I'm gonna play this. This is a video. This is called audio biography, which is a very fun uh, way to say it. Um, this is a human history tool that fuses analog and digital technologies to capture and bring each person's story to life. Oh, well, let's see what the video has to say. Yeah, right now? Okay. This is not a regular book. We're on a mission to help you tell and preserve your life story through a technology-enabled experience called an audiobiography. This is a new human history tool that starts with you. I'm Alan Martin, one of the creators of Audiobiography. I realized that as me and my wife watched videos of our family, what we would always comment on was their voice. It was what they said, how they said it, and what they sounded like that revealed the most about who they were at that time. Their voice was the window into their mind and personality, the most authentic part, and it drew out far more emotion than the picture or video itself. Audio is the most powerful and intimate form of communication. Hearing someone's voice makes it seem as if they're right there with you, even when they're gone. Now that's a good pitch. Um, there's, this is a lot of, this is a pretty slickly produced thing here. The pitch is that, uh, you're watching your home movies, you're looking through, you know, old, uh, photo albums, whatever. And it really stands out when you come across something where you can hear the voice of a family member or hear that, that period of time, you know, you're on a beach, you hear the seagulls or, you know, you, you you know your your grampy is gone, but you hear him talking about um, you know farming because all grandpa's farmed, and you hear yeah. that and you think, wow, that's that's cool, and that's actually a good pitch. Um, I think that's true. I think people do love hearing audio of their you know long gone family members, just as an example, and you know that's why I do you know fifteen to twenty hours a week of talking about wiping my butt. Into the microphone so that when I'm gone, 
You know, it's like a part of me is always going to be here, Mike. It's uh, it's always going to be there for my kids, my family, my friends. They're going to say, oh, if I miss him, you know. And that doesn't embarrass you or scare the shit out of you at all? No, I think it's funny. <laughs> you know, I think it's 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 a good bit to me to think about, you know, my wife saying like, Oh, you know, I miss him so much. I wish he wasn't on that plane from the beginning of the uh, the Bane movie where uh, they rip the wings off of the plane and, and then Bane comes out and he like, uh, it's actually like fairly sick. Like he, uh, he's in the plane, the plane's going down vertically and he just like jumps out the back of the plane and then like, it's like, does he even have a shoot? Um, and then he tells the other guy, he's like, no, you stay, <laughs> you know. You uh-huh. stay here for the power of being my brother or whatever, um, whatever, whatever yeah. it was. I was fucking sick, and people don't like that movie as much because um, Heath Ledger wasn't in it, and he was in the one before it. But I, I think fucking <laughs> Bane is like fucking Tom Hardy's jacked in that movie, and he looks fucking sick. And the voice is weird, but it's like I still think it works, and it's cool, and it's like yeah. he broke the bat, you know? It's like damn, so. Anyway, I forgot what I was talking about, but <laughs> this one is interesting because even though it starts off with a good pitch, what they end up with to me is uh, very lame. And what it is is it's like a little flip book, and you open up the flip book, and it's and there's a question on there, and it says, for instance, childhood home. Hey, where'd you grow up? What is what are your memories of? Uh, your house. What was your bedroom like? Um, and then the person who's filling out this book for you, aka doing homework, uh, opens mm-hmm. up their phone and goes to their autobiography, whatever app, and scans the QR code, our old friend, the QR code, and then records themselves uh, doing a little monologue about it. Then they flip the page and do it again with their sports memories or their vacation memories or whatever. I fingered your grandmother at well, one of the first talkies. Jesus. <laughs> fucking talking. Is that one of the Did they do fingering back about? then? I don't want to get nasty, but. <clears throat> it's one of the questions you have to ask. Don't apologize for it. But, uh, yes, they did do fingering. Okay. Uh, it was new. Um, it was it new. It just come out. Okay. Um, and, uh, I mean, eating ass is, like, way off. Oh, they couldn't even have imagined it. Well, how yeah. good it is to do. <clears throat> how great it is. They were just getting into fingering. Yeah. That's how, I mean, it's a lot of people think, you know, <clears throat> we just went to the moon in 1960. Nine, yeah. It's nine. Yeah. And so people forget a lot of times how, uh, or how history, it seems so far away, but in reality, it's, it was just a few short years ago. People, I put my fingers where? Yeah. That's what they would say. We used to not do pleasure. We used to not have pleasure. That's right. You know, um, in the olden times, sure, you would jack off, but that's just... You hated it. You hated it. That was survival more than anything else, and it was boredom. You had to. Just a a cowboy jacking off on a tumbleweed. Yeah. You had to do it. You think he got anything out of that? Hell no, he didn't get anything out of that, because he wanted to get back to his bean. He was eating a bean. He's eating a bean and staring down a coyote. And just, uh, he's like, uh, oh, god dang it. Yeah. And he's like, uh, nature calls. Got, yeah. got a boner or whatever. No. And it was, the boner was the hated thing of those times. <laughs> they hated it, so. 
They called it the Bane of the West. Anyway, uh, so this is a good idea, except for here's my problem with it. It's uh, it's proprietary, so they store your recordings, and the way you listen yeah. to them is you go and you uh, you open up the app and you scan the QR code. And hey, uh, why don't you just why don't you just record a video with your relative and ask them the questions? Yeah. <laughs> and you don't have to deal with any of this nonsense. You don't have to get an app where you have to sign in or request access on a fucking thing like a Google Wave document or some shit. Like you don't have to do any of that shit. Mm-hmm. You just put a camera in front of the, you have the camera already. It's on your phone. It's called your phone. Yeah, it's called a phone, okay? Can we talk about this? Right. It's launching. It's a little computer uh, in your pocket. Oh, you download a program. It's called an app. (laughs) Okay? Stop me if you've heard this one before, okay? (laughs) Not clear who this is directed at. Not even. Not a coherent thought at all. (laughs) But I, I think there's nothing. I mean, we just talked, and this is the reason I bring this up. We talked earlier in the episode about Jibo the robot, where people were uh-huh. like becoming friends with Jibo the robot, and Jibo was helping them do things, and uh, and they he was like a part of their household routine, which I can't imagine is true, but it might as well be true. And now he's dead. Uh, yeah. So why not do that with your the memories of your family that you create to enjoy forever? Uh, recording your grandpa for twenty hours into this fucking thing, where he explains about his whole life, and then. Uh, one day it's acquired by Snapchat, and they can't figure out a way to merge the product into their existing uh, timeline, so they shutter it overnight, and you don't have any warning to go get your files off the server or some shit like that. Like that's that you know that's where this is going. So just don't fucking mm. do it. You've got the recorder already. You don't need their software to record. You know, go go give your go give your freaking family members a damn hug. But it's fun, JF. Let people enjoy things. I'm clapping. Okay. While I'm saying it. You're right. Well, it's only forty <clears throat> bucks, so I mean honestly, most of our grandparents will fucking talk until they're blue in the face. So I guess throw this at them <laughs> and and they talk into it and then when the company shuts down in three and a half years, no big loss because God knows they'll tell you the same damn story all over again. So that's just my warning on this is don't trust your cherished memories to proprietary services. I do have my – if now if Google Photos shut down, I'd be pissed. But I try not to depend yeah. too much on the kindness of of tech companies otherwise. Do you, do you have – is there a service that would really like piss you off if it went under? <clears throat> Yeah, there there is, and, you're, and everybody's like, "Oh, he's going to say a joke right here." You know, yeah. he had a joke. He had a joke uh, prepared. He's going to do a funny reply, or he's no. stalling. Some people are saying, "Yeah, oh, he can't think of anything right now, so he's just uh, th- uh, saying like uh, sentences in the order that they appear in his brain, uh-huh. in order to stretch." Stretch out the time yeah. that's required in order to think up the joke. Right. But they would be wrong. And the service mm-hmm. I was thinking of that I would be mad if it shut down mm-hmm. would be Pornhub. Okay. <laughs> okay, Mike. What's your next fucking... JF, I have something called the uh, the. What do I have? Let me look at my documents. Here. Look at the doc. I got all these. 
I got all these documents, you know. Yeah. And, uh, of course, now they're all online. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, they seem to be, yeah. I have something called Make Jungle Great Again. And I know what you're thinking. Mm-hmm. Grown. Uh, this is a... This is a this is a thing like about Trump or whatever. Look, yeah, <clears throat> he's the president. Okay. Okay. And uh, we, some people chose to honor him by voting for him. Holy myself, shit. In, myself included. Wow. And some people choose to honor him by featuring him frequently on their podcasts. Okay. Myself also. I love the guy. I can't get enough. He's he's so goddamn funny. Yeah. He says what everybody is afraid to. Remember when people would say that. <laughs> People are still saying it. I just read it recently. <laughs> someone saying he's an outsider, you know. He's a, and that's what people don't like about him is he shakes them to their core. Yeah. This is called "Make Jungle Great Again," JF. Um, <clears throat> make jungle, make jungle great again. What is he? Is he going to drain it like he did the old swamp? That's funny. Remember when that was a big deal? Draining the swamp. Has he? Has he said that in years? And then they did, and they didn't like what they saw. Yeah. <laughs> what what, what was it? I don't know. Yeah. Bunch of bones and like an old uh, bike. You think there's bones Somebody, in the swamp? I think there's bones in You think we got swamp, swamp bones in there? What, <laughs> what are you doing in your swamp? The project all started, JF, with a fantastic game by designer Alex Weldon. Now, if you know anything about Alex Weldon, you'll know how fantastic of a game designer he is. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I drifted off for a second. We talking about Alex Weldon, the famous game designer? One and the same. The inspiration for this game came back in 2012 when he was on his honeymoon in Costa Rica. So this is talking about this other guy, you know, okay. totally independent from the thing, who came up with this game. Uh, he was on his honeymoon in Costa Rica and got to watch some white-faced monkeys up close. Now, that seems racial. It does seem that. like he's kind of wading into it already, but... It's like dipping his little toe into it. Yeah. Winking. We'll see. Don't do that. We'll see what happens. The monkeys would move through bamboo groves with an unusual up and down trajectory, which inspired him to jack off. I'm just kidding. Ah. It inspired him to create this unique strategy two-player game. He called this game Monkey Duel. Details about the game are at the end of the page. So this, that's the other guy's game. And they say, we immediately liked the game and the title. The illustrations would obviously have to show two monkeys preparing for a duel. So it's not clear if they uh, like stole this idea from this guy. Well, they name-check him. Yeah, they name-check him. Did they? I, I guess they acquired the idea for the game. Is that what I'm hearing? I guess. I don't know. I like to I like to think they stole it. Okay. Well, you can't accuse them of that if they didn't do it. These sons of bitches okay. go on to say, "JF, <laughs> we immediately liked the game and the title. Uh, inspired by a well-known television host, wink. We decided to create King Khan, a charismatic but stupid ape. So we liked the idea, and then we changed it entirely. Is that yeah? We the rub of that. That's that's what they're saying, yeah. So this is a board game. It is. They, it is a board game, yeah. Um, and for some reason, it's also about Trump in uh, a caricature 
This is this is kind of it's a bit much, really, isn't it? <laughs> Do you ever watch? Look, I was at a place. I was on vacation, and I was uh, I was uh, feeling some type of way. Yeah. And I was watching cartoons. Okay. You ever watch? You ever watch cartoons? Been there. And uh, and uh, so I was just laying there, you know, enjoying my life at that point. And watching those cartoons, and the, one of the racist old cartoons came on, and it was yeah. uh, it was kind of uh, like, wow, you know? They really got away with a lot, didn't they? Like at one point, Bugs Bunny, beloved Bugs Bunny, was uh, in blackface, and I said, no more of this, and I turned it off. I'd like to, I'd like to, I'd like to say that I did that, but really, I just watched the whole thing because I couldn't. And move. laughed, and I laughed so hard. <laughs> well, no, this, uh, this is one a, of the. This is really they make him so they make Donald Trump into an orangutan. Yeah, big fat orange orangutan, and he's got a button. Looks like it's stuck to his skin. It says "Make Jungle Great Again." And, but and, beside him, yeah, this is the one that is a little. This is a little bit trickier for me. <clears throat> beside him is an Asian-ish monkey with a Kim Jong Un haircut and big buck teeth. I mean, I'm not going to dance around it. That's that's what it he's is. Got, like the little slant eyes and like he does. The, it's very awful. Like, uh, how would you draw that? <laughs> you can't do that. You can't do that, and yet they just <laughs> did. Uh, yeah, it's what it says here. It says, uh, you think we couldn't do this? We just did. Wait till you see the other guys we have planned for this game, is what it says. Did you, did you see Anthony Jeselnik say that to me? No. What, did it, what happened? He's, he posted something on Twitter he's, <laughs> about the Michael Jackson thing. Yeah. Where he said, um, um, I, I was such a huge fan of my, I don't remember what exactly it was, it was like, I'm such a huge fan of Michael Jackson's and that documentary last night opened my eyes to the fact that he was also something of a musician or something like that. So mm-hmm. implying he liked him for implying he liked him for the child molestation for the yeah. Ab- abuse. Yeah. And, uh, and I said, you can't say that, can you? And he said, <laughs> just did. No, no, he did not. Yeah, dude. He, he did. It was pretty funny. Hey man. Hey, just did. What do you, the question is, what are you going to do about it? And it was actually the second reply he sent to me because right before that he sent something that said obviously. So I don't know if he just got confused and was like reading his messages again or I don't. Maybe, yeah. Maybe nobody. Maybe he's just not used to people calling him on his shit like I did. <laughs> um. So if I were Alex Weldon, I would be pissed off that these guys bought my idea and then turned it into like at least partially sort of a racist caricature. Um. And at best, a tacked on political nonsensical. Um, theme because it really doesn't have anything to do with the. It sounds like the game was already created. Um, you go up and down on these little bamboo poles as the monkeys, and and I don't know what the mechanic of the game is, and honestly, who gives a fuck about it? Um, but the creating the storyline where King Khan and King Fu, I don't know what that is. That is that that's a joke on Kung Fu. Which would I be guess. Chinese, not it says, Korean. So it's it says the illustrations were drawn up by top illustrator Atomic Lyric, who came up with the idea of putting a Make Jungle Great Again pin on King Khan's chest. This detail took the project in a whole new direction. That's what they say. That's so 
Yeah, and it it shouldn't have. You know? I Look, we've done so several the- Trump games on here and they're not good, but they're uh-huh. they're about Trump. Yeah. This is about this is monkeys moving up and down on a ladder. This is like shoots and ladders. But we made it we made it political and a racist. For for no reason. For Just no to try reason. to cash out on something. It's so strange. This sucks. Boo boo these men. Boo these guys. Three hundred and twenty two dollars of uh the eighteen thousand dollar goal. I think making the green hat with yellow writing that says make jungle great again on there is really, really pushing it. <laughs> Like we said a while back that no matter what you put on one of those hats, it doesn't work. But that was that was just for people who were trying to like subvert it with like an ironic yeah. or you know, resistance style uh pushback. This is just like this is a complete tangent. This is make jungle great. It's not even that's not even a phrase. It doesn't make Well, any... they, it has a point, JF. They they donate uh money to nature. And how nice is that? That's really cool. <laughs> so there. Anyway, but dumb idea, dumb board game, dumb bullshit. Uh, well, we've got time for some more dumb bullshit as I hit my third of three Kickstarters in the six-pack. This is called Sound Freedom. It's the power-free speaker. And when I hear that, I immediately go right into my brain lab and I start running experiments, okay? Mm-hmm. I start, un- you know... P- Taking rocks, moving the rocks, and seeing what's under the rocks, which is so key. Exactly. Yep. Fucking the wheels, the wheels just start spinning up there. I start massaging some sort of tonic into the big red guy and just seeing what happens. <laughs> um, and this is, you know, and I can't come up with anything because I'm just not that smart. But this, these guys did. They actually came up with a speaker that uses no electricity whatsoever. And the reason for that is because it is just a hard plastic cup that you put your phone in. You know, sort of how, like, uh, if you if you haven't yet sprung for the uh, in-vent uh, phone holder that you can put in your car, a great uh-huh. place for your phone to go is in that cup holder. Mm-hmm. And you just stick your phone in that cup holder there and drive along and you're listening to your tunes. And wow, this is so great to live in the future. Um, and these guys took that idea and said, yeah, I think I'll do you one better. We'll take the cup holder out of the car. And in addition, this cup actually can go into the cup holder yeah. of a car. So sort of a double cup situation. This uh, this is tra- uh, landfill-style trash to me. Uh <laughs> It's not a speaker to amplify your sound that's coming out of the bottom of your iPhone. I don't think. Do you do All you right. think do you think that's technically a speaker? No, what it is is a so these these projects uh, I I uh I've seen these like fucking things before where you can get them to like um some of them are like made out of wood or uh on like 3D printing websites they have where you can print your own. Yeah. But, like, basically it just cups the speaker part of your cell phone and amplifies it by, like... Um, I believe it depends on the, the physical property known as reflection. That's uh, true. Jeff, I didn't want to get all science on it, but... 
Of course, the best way to hear any sound is reflected off of a shiny plastic surface. So yeah, but these these are they're never good, right? So like people uh, say, oh, you can fucking amplify your speaker, or what? And they're like, this it's the shit that's in like checkout counter. Yeah, five ninety nine on your way out next to the Snickers bar. Yeah, this really but... stinks. I can't believe this is on Kickstarter. This this is um this is a fidget spinner level uh product to me. Just a little strange a thing man. that some guy was like, oh, maybe I can make like 500 bucks doing this. Um, not a good idea. Not a good execution of the idea either. $181 of $6,000, nine backers. 25 days to go. Um, if you really want one, hey, you can grab one for six bucks. That's a 40% discount on retail pricing. So basically when this gets into all the top retail stores, um, we're talking mm-hmm. FAO Schwartz. We're talking, you know, freaking Macy's, you know, we're freaking talking Nordstrom, we're talking freaking Best Buy. Uh, once it gets there, it's it's going to run you 10 bucks, okay? Um, so, if I'm hearing this correctly, JF, you would be a fool not to jump on the lower price now, uh, because, you, because you'd be paying a higher price later, is that correct? I, you know what, maybe you're just the type of guy who doesn't like having $4 in his back pocket, but <laughs> it ain't me. It ain't me. I'm going to play the video for a second. Hang on. So one thing you might be noticing for this video is that it's it's a minute long, and the product is for uh it's for an audio enhancement and yet not only is there there no dialogue to explain what the product is they didn't play any music in the uh in the real world they just uh dubbed it over with the really shitty kickstarter backing track um yeah would have been a good opportunity to say play the song on the speakerphone yeah. And then drop it in the cup and kind of show, like, this is what we can do to you. And maybe you can even enhance it in post and just lie. But at least mm-hmm. do it. At least show us the sizzle, baby. But this is just like, the, it's a video of this guy playing golf. And it's like the... And the end sucks. Yeah. Bad job. This shit sucks. This shit, this shit does suck. So boo to these guys as well. Let's... What's the last one, Mike? We we got to get a damn move on here. We're taking up so much of these nice people's time. We got the other guys coming in right after us in the studio. So <laughs> I mean, we got we got to we got to get going here. What's what's the last thing, Mike? Throw throw burrito. It's the world's first dodgeball card game. You collect cards, you play your hand, and you throw things at your friends. It's the it's a game from the guys who made Exploding Kittens. Remember the Exploding Kittens game? <sighs> We still have yet to play it. I think we need to do it on, a, on an upcoming bonus episode. We need to play the Exploding Kittens game. I think this is a good yeah. opportunity for us. They've, they've, That'd be a hoot. Wouldn't that be fun to just play the game? I think I think we should do that one on Twitch. If we do if we do that, I think we should should do that live. Fuck it, we'll do it live. Fuck it, we'll do it live. Throw throw burrito, Mike. Now this sounds kind of cool, but you got a problem with it? <laughs> 
I hate when you do that to me. Yeah. You fucking asshole. <laughs> throw throw burrito is when you cross a card game with dodgeball. Um, you play it. You place a pair of burritos on the table. This is already crazy. Okay, because I'm uh, yeah, thinking what burritos. That's messy. I'm thinking. I'm thinking burritos on the table. Is it time for a lunch? Yeah, and where are we gonna get? We're gonna go to freaking Taco Bell. Are we gonna go to Del Taco? Are we gonna go mm. to you know a little local place, a little hole in the wall type joint? Are we gonna go to yeah. a fancy a New Mexican style place? Are we gonna go to Cadoba? Are we gonna go to Chipotle? Are we gonna go to um uh, uh what's the place with the home wrecker burrito? Oh god, Moe's. We're gonna go to Moe's burritos. Oh. What's that? What's that one over by my work? I don't know what it is. <laughs> well, I know, but I won't say. Um, you place a, a pair of burritos on the table and you draw cards. You rack up points by finding sets of three in the deck. Okay, so this is like three matches or whatever. And if someone plays burrito cards, a battle ensues. Steal points from your opponents by hitting them with squishy toy burritos. Now this sounds like... You have got to be shitting me. This sounds like the most fun anyone has ever had. Um, What is this? Declare war on your friends. Some battles only involve a handful of players. Others force the entire table to engage in a burrito war. So if you play if you play a burrito card, right, you uh, have to throw burritos at each other. What the fuck? Dur- during a burrito duel, two players must stand back to back, walk three pl- paces, and fire. <sighs> Just, uh... No. I mean, this is like a... <sighs> So, boy, this is so lazy. We're poo-pooing this because it's like you know these dorky adults. But it just, it just, it just reminded me as I was scrolling through this thing that it says uh, throw throw burrito is a hundred percent compatible with both children and grown-ups. So I was like, oh yeah, children. (laughs) That's how I was like, oh yeah, children could play this and it would be fine. But um, I don't know, man. Maybe we're just not fun people. Well, that's for sure. When's the last time you had fun? That's true. But these are the cards that they have in there. So, okay, so let me just say, first of all, my take on this is that it is old maid with a stuffed animal that you throw at each other. That's what it is, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's just old maid, and then there's something you can throw. Okay, that's not a game. Uh, jelly Jelly, it's like a little jellyfish, and he's saying something mean to the other jellyfish. Meow Cow. Meow cow, it's a cow with a cat on the top of the cow's head. Uh, licky chicky, licky chicky, it says. Um, that's, a, that's an animal you can have. Logger dogger, it's a dog that's like a lumberjack. Barky sharky, and the shark is barking. And then there's goth sloth, and it's like a, he's wearing like a chain or whatever. Um, you can play this for families. You can play it with grown-ups. Um, Marlene Huff and Cobble says... Throw Throw Burrito is a delightful mixture of cleverness and agility. It's like Uno meets Nerf. I don't even know if that's a real person, Huff and Cobble. That sounds fake. But that's, yeah, thirty-five bucks for the game seems high. Um, 
But you get those, you get the burritos that are made out of foam, guys. You know, you and, and some of the other cards you can get in there. Sombrero Sparrow, Blackmail Whale, Yellin' Melon, Sluggy Puggy, Religion Pigeon, Loafer Gopher, Drama Llamas. <laughs> Please stop doing, saying that. And I don't know, stop. why does it, why does the game have to be this way? Why does it have to be like um, this? So, <laughs> I don't know, man. This is fine for kids, I guess. But you know these... These fucking uh, poly nerds are going to jump all over some of these disgusting uh, goatee-having guys. are going to be like, let's play fucking the burrito-throwing game or whatever. Okay, well, I don't... With my with my two wives. I'll just say that I think my goatee looks nice, number one. <laughs> but I th- and she's not, a, she's not a wife. She's more of a, <laughs> a live-in companion. million on this at the time of recording, and by the time you hear it, it will be even higher than that. It gained some $30,000 in the last 24 hours. 27,000 backers, 23 days to go. As I said, $35 for the Kickstarter version of the game. If you want to save a little uh, money and you only want to drop 20 bucks, you only get one. It says one Throw Throw Burrito Original Edition. I don't know how many burritos that includes in the game. Does every game include two burritos? Do we know for sure? I think it's two burritos. Yeah. The original edition. Okay, original edition is two foam burritos. How, well, what if you want more burritos? I guess you have to head down to freaking Taco Bell and get something. It more. would have been so good if I hadn't said Taco Bell already, but I think it I know. Really cut the legs out from under you. It then then head down to Red. Hot burrito. Is that a place? They have green burrito and red burrito. and it's the, Is red burrito a place? Yeah, they're attached to the Hardee's, which is Carl's Jr. for a lot of our listeners, which is interesting. That is interesting. And you know what else is interesting? That's the end of the six-pack. That's the end of the six-pack, gang. Um, hope that spells out for you exactly what we're all about. Uh, but now we, we gotta we gotta get a freaking move on. These guys are coming into the studio right now to record their show, and we gotta get out of here because they've got a big game. Who is it? What what podcast is what, it? What podcast is it? Yeah, it's coming in next in the um, studio. Which one? It's uh, coming up next in the studio. Is oh, that sounds awesome! I gotta check that out. Yeah. Um, so check out coming up next in the studio. They're on iTunes now. Uh, well, first they gotta get about fourteen hundred dollars worth of equipment before they're actually gonna be able to launch, but. <laughs> All right, let's do uh, let's do the mailbag show. That's where you come in. I'll take it because I know it's going to make me better in the long run, and that's what medicine is all about, including vaccines. And I don't care how you feel mm. about it, but that's the way I feel about it, Mike. Um, that's where you come in. Uh, please write us. Your Kickstarter sucks at gmail.com. Um, I want to give a, gr- a big shout out to the folks using the PU box. Uh, we got some great shit in the PU box of late. Um, 544 West Main Street, number 209, Gallatin, Tennessee, 37066. Thanks, everybody. For- you can send you can send anything in there. Send some old fucking socks or something. Send some old stinky shoes. Send some... Uh- just pics of your feet. Send uh, uh, some toe jam. Send some... Uh, you can send anything to the damn PU box. Basically anything, yeah. Um, but for now, we'll just we'll just take normal stuff also. Um, and let's go to the letters, Mike. Mike writes, 
hate hey did i write this come on mike writes hey mike and jf but your name is mike here. yeah i know it's where okay. the confusion is uh hey real quick don't write in if your name is mike <laughs> oh, or, Je- or jesse we're gonna okay we're tired of getting confused and that's why the episodes take just, so long just got cut in half after hearing about JF's latest hardwood escapades, it reminded me of a time where I embarrassed myself on an NBA court in front of former Orlando Magic great Nick Anderson, number 22, if I remember correctly, JF. <laughs> Ten years ago, my buddy dragged me to a season ticket event at the Amway Arena. Oh, wow, that's in Orlando. Amway? That's how uh, the DeVos family got so rich and uh, yeah. and ruined education in this country, so it's kind of cool. Uh, anyway, <laughs> big pyramid scheme. <laughs> they, they had a file, the line where you could shoot a couple shots with Nick Anderson. So I went down there with the intent of shooting a jumper from the top of the key as you would a shot. I was fairly confident in from playing pickup games at the gym. I got the rock and any basketball knowledge completely left my brain. And I ended up shooting a shot that would make Sean Marion blush. Oh boy. Babe. Did you get that That's, one? I got it. Eh, all of it. It sailed over the backboard. I knew it was bad as soon as I did it and walked off the court without looking back, although I could hear Nick Anderson laughing hysterically. Ugh. Sure, it's not as bad as getting trash-talked by a granny with a walker, but I was it was still embarrassing. Keep grinding, JF, and you'll eventually get that elusive bucket. Well, thank you. I, I didn't hear about this. Is this something you said on the bonus episode? Yes, uh, the bonus episode with Chris James. Uh, we went back and detailed uh, this. This is not my second game, but the second time we had Chris on to talk about my uh, my tra- my travails in uh, in the rec league and some good stuff on there. Very embarrassing. I show my whole ass on that episode. So check it out on the Patreon page uh, if you have not heard it. Um, and Mike as well, feel free. I haven't, JF. I'll check it out. That address is patreon.com forward slash your Kickstarter sucks. Is that correct? That's right. And just say your credit card number into the microphone and we'll get you hooked up right before you know it. 9012 Dear Mike and JF, I love YKS, both the free and premium episodes. Look at this guy. Look, he's doing it. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I'm also a big fan <laughs> of basketball, so I found myself compelled to subscribe to the flagrant ones, our friends, the flagrant ones. Uh, Sean Hayes and Carl, great guys over there, been on the show. I know you're neck and neck with them for subscriptions on Patreon, but if I'm being honest, I find you guys much funnier than the flagrant boys. I hope they're not listening to this. And they're not, but I hope they're not and their feelings aren't hurt. (laughs) I was wondering if you ever considered doing a basketball podcast to steal fans directly from the flagrant ones. You could get Mike's take on the latest NBA news, and I have a proposed show name. The Reach-In Crew. Let's get personal. That's ours, free of charge. Excited for the first episode. Thanks, Nick. Nick, that's a fantastic idea. Uh, Mike, I'm going to put it to you that on an upcoming uh, bonus episode of YKS, we're going to get you to run down your news, notes, takes, and fakes on a very special episode of YKS we're going to call The Reach-In Crew. Let's get personal. What do you think about that? No, I don't want to do that. All right, thanks everybody. For, thanks for listening to the episode, guys. It was a lot of fun. Thanks for listening. Check us out on Twitter, please, at your Kickstarter. We'll see you next week with more freaking all this more of this stuff. Are you kidding me? More of this stuff. It's like a in Dagwood one, sandwich. In one week. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Good night. Bye. You don't have to say good night, I guess. Bye.
Hey, Mike. Hey, JF. Um, it's 4.30 in the morning. Uh, I was just listening to the podcast. Um, one thing I like to do is to imagine little scenarios uh, during each of the theme songs. Uh, for instance, you know, one I'd like to share is um, for the the mailbag. Uh, that's where that's where we come in. I like to picture Mike um, dressed up as the Easter Bunny, and he's uh, he's doing a little soft shoe. Just a fun little game I play for myself. Um, just wanted to share it with you. Um, Love you. Bye. Hey, everyone. Welcome to YKS. Um, that's a bad. Let's just try that one again. That sucked. Not good. Low let energy. Me, let me let me do it. Let me do a, the fucking intro for once. Okay. All right? You are you're always you're always saying I'm going to do the intro and blah blah blah. I don't know if I've like... ever said that. Okay. <clears throat> Three, two. All right, are we stopping now? Three, two, did you already stop? Hmm.